This past Matzah Shabbos, just a few days ago, I witnessed something that I would love to share with you. An inspiring, uplifting perspective, lesson that we can all hopefully grow from. I was at a Koyalim Lava Malko, and you know how it goes. Everyone gets together, everyone's schmoozing, everyone's talking, everyone's excited, everyone's upbeat. Even when you're talking to someone, someone else can just pop in and that one second Shalom Aleichem could turn into a whole conversation and before you know it, you're talking to someone and you're out. So that's basically what happened. It's always unintentional. So I was talking to a Rebbe of mine, Rabbi Katz, and in comes this older alumni. Rabbi Katz is so excited to see him and what was supposed to be a quick Shalom Aleichem in and out conversation, Rabbi Katz then goes on and he says, oh, Mazel tov. I just heard that your son got engaged. This is so exciting. And then he gives a Mazel tov, warm wishes, build a Baisnam of Israel, L'shem Lutiferis, the works, the package. And I'm standing there, of course, as every year does when he sees someone else gets a Mazel tov. I chime in, I give my Mazel tov, and everyone's excited. And the man is just standing there, smiling, and taking it all in. And then he goes on and he says, thank you, thank you for the warm wishes. Thank you for the Mazel Tov. I greatly appreciate it. And with a tremendous smile, as a completely aside, he tells us as follows. He says, I appreciate everything. Baruch Hashem, my son was engaged, but unfortunately the Shidduch was just broken. And although this girl who was my son's Kala is not a suitable match, is not my son's Bashar, she's a fantastic, amazing girl. And like I'm dominating for my own son, I'm dominating for her that she should find her Bashar. But I thank you for the warm wishes. And I looked at my Sholomesh of Rabbi Katz and we were both a little confused. But the message, the inspiration, the chizik was unbelievable. What I took out of this is here you have a regular looking man, regular guy going through life and his outlook, his perspective after his son went through a broken engagement, which is painful, sad, discouraging, gloomy, was upbeat, positive. He didn't have resent. There was no Lashon Hara. Not only was there no negativity, he was saying what a great girl she was. He was complimenting her. He was saying how he's davening for her. And he accepted the warm wishes. And only as a matter of fact, as a side point, punked, no longer going. But he was so happy and thankful for those warm wishes. And this comes from a perspective of Amuna Bitachin, of such a great level. He didn't view himself as a Nebuch, he didn't view his son as a Nebuch, he didn't view it as what's going to be, how are we going to get ourselves back together, how's my son ever going to get married. He knew Hashem is in control, he knew nothing happens haphazardly, and he was able to take the warm wishes with a smile, with faith and courage, knowing that, okay, the shidduch was called off, but Hashem is going to take care of me, Hashem is going to take care of her. And this was so inspirational, so such a source of chizik, that no matter what, Hashem has us, Hashem has our best interests, and will always take care of us, no matter what. And in this week's parasha, we find this idea expressed as well. The Torah tells us that if two people are fighting, one is fighting another and he takes his egg his fist and he punches the other guy in the face. The Torah tells us 
he must pay. Virapa Yirape, he must pay for his doctor bills. And the Gemara Bavakama Daf Pei Hey tells us that the reason why the Torah explicitly had to inform us, had to let us know Virapa Yirape, that he can go to a doctor and he can have himself healed, he can have the doctor's expertise, his knowledge, what to do, how to go about to heal him. The reason one may have thought not is because Hashem planned this out. This was Rotzen Hashem. So maybe one would have thought that this is going against Hashem's Rotzen. And therefore the Gemara tells us that no, it's okay. Virapa irape. Indeed, one may go to the doctor, one may get his opinion and get healed. The Chavetz Chaim points out something very interesting. Why is it indeed that the Torah chose this scenario where one takes out his fist and punches the other guy and we would have had a Havamina, we would have had a thought that we can't go to the doctor and the Torah tells us we could go to the doctor. Why did the Torah pick this case? This is like a guy's walking down the street on a nice summer day drinking his coffee, listening to music, perfect weather, the sun is glistening. And all of a sudden he gets punched in the face. That seems so random. That seems so haphazard. Why didn't the Torah choose a scenario where you have a fellow and Rahman al-Islan, he's informed, he gets a terrible diagnosis and it's a long journey, a process of doctors, of referrals, of hospital visitations until he goes through all different treatments and Everyone's inspired and everyone's saying, yeah, Muna Betachen, it's going to be okay. There's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. That would seem to be a much more understandable case where we tap into that chizik, that wellspring of Muna Betachen. Like, oh, Hashem is there. Hashem is going to... A person loses Rachman al-Sanis Parnasa. Tragedy befalls Hashem Yerachim. Unfortunately, there's been some of that recently in Eretzisol, especially Hashem should help them all. Those are seemingly real tragedies, almost thought out. They were like part of the script, big tragedies, which we don't ask for. But those are things where, okay, afterwards we can go to the doctor, we can go to the psychiatrist, we can go to the therapist, we can speak things out. That's where one would have thought it's more fitting for the Torah to say, you're not going against Hashem's will because Hashem obviously decreed this. Nevertheless, you can go to the doctor, you can go to whoever you need to get the help, to get the medical advice, whatever it is that you need, that's okay. That's not infringing on Betachin. Nevertheless, the Torah, where every word is measured and prescribed Bedafka, chose a very different scenario, a scenario where a guy is just walking and all of a sudden he gets hit, which seems to be haphazard and out of nowhere. So the Chofetz Chaim answers that Bedafka, the Torah, chose that case. The Torah specifically chose this case to tell us that by Hashem, there's no such thing as haphazard. There's no such thing as things just happening. And in this scenario, in this situation as well, where the guy was walking and he got hit, that wasn't just a random act. That wasn't Mother Nature. That wasn't just a weird thing that didn't happen off the script. No, that as well was part of Hashem's plan. That as well was planned by Hashem in Sheshis Mebrashis in the creation of the world. And the Torah Dafka used this depiction to tell us that even then, that's not going against Hashem's Ratzin. And we learn out a tremendous chizik, a lesson, that nothing is haphazard. Hashem has a chajma for everything. And the Chavetz Chaim goes on to explain with this, we sing Aleinu three times a day, Ki Hashem hu Hashem 
Hashem is our king on land and mitachas and under. Where's mitachas? What is mitachas? Where is that? What is that? What's it referring to? So the Chavetz Chaim tells us, mitachas is a low place. It's a place of impurity, a place of spiritual harm. And even over there, we're declaring Hashem's kingship, Hashem's hamlacha, Hashem's rulership, even in a place where we think He doesn't want to be associated with, even over there, Hashem's presence, Hashem's shechina resides. There's a Vilna Goin that tells us, in the Brach of Asher we say, It is known and it is real before you, before your throne of honor. And we go on that if the Vilna Goin tells us the reason why we dafka use is because one would think that perhaps when it comes to bodily needs, the basic say Hashem doesn't want to be associated. Leave Hashem out. Says the Vilna no, no, no. Bedafka over there in this bracha, Hashem is there. Hashem is present. Hashem is orchestrating everything at every moment and in every place in everyone's lives. And we can never, ever forget that. With Hashem's help, when we implement this, when we realize that nothing is haphazard, when we realize that nothing is off the script, Hashem has a plan for everything. With this realization, with this hakara implemented into our lives, when we realize that everything is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He's the Melech of Harachamon, then even when life's challenges occur, when they happen, we should be able to always have this clarity, this truth, that we're never forsaken, we're never forgotten about. Hashem is always there with us. Whatever comes our way, we should always be able to hold on to this. Realize that Hashem is our Tzur Chayenu, He's our rock. He's everything. He's our only source of truth. He's our only source of hope and encouragement. And with that, we should be able to be Mechazek ourselves, Mechazek others, and always live with the constant presence, with the Shechina, with Kut in our lives. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Shabbos.